The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zulzer. Today we welcome as our guest, Benedictiones Mense, Juxtaritus Monasticum et Romanum. In this short podcast, we will talk about prayer before and after meals. Sometimes we call that saying grace. It's a beautiful, informative custom. I think it's a necessary part of Christian discipline. It's certainly deeply rooted in our Catholic and uh, indeed Judeo-Christian identity. Uh, The Jews certainly had all sorts of prayers while eating and drinking different things. Uh, they were command they were commanded to give thanks after meals in Deuteronomy chapter eight verse ten and um, they certainly have a beautiful prayer that addresses the Lord God the king of the king of the universe Baruchatam and then if they're eating certain foods they would specify that food and then they'd use that same formula afterwards uh, they didn't really bless the meals before they ate like we do but uh, they blessed individual foods and then they gave thanks afterwards Um, saint paul at one point uh, in acts 27 openly prayed before eating and certainly our lord said prayers before meals we have that all through scripture well if he did that during his earthly life and also after his resurrection that all the more we should too We have to recognize the origin of this great gift of food that we have from God. It's important to feed the body, but also in acknowledging the origin of the food, uh, that way we feed the soul. There is a physical preparation for food, uh, but there's also a spiritual preparation of food. We bless it before we eat it. Uh, Body and soul... Both of them go together in this this important activity of eating. Um, Think, for example, about our reception of Holy Communion. We have to be prepared in both body and soul, because as human beings we are both body and soul. So we prepare our soul by making sure we're free of mortal sin, and we prepare our bodies by fasting. Uh, If we have just a regular meal, remembering that we're both body and soul, We have the preparation of the food which is physical and the preparation of the food which is spiritual. And so we bless the food and we give thanks to God. Uh, Moreover, uh, doing this within a family is formative, especially for young children. Uh, But it might also be formative for other people if we do it in public. Think about that. It's bearing witness to the faith. Now, what brought this on? Well, I just received something in the mail that brought back some great memories. Now back in the heyday of rectory life at my home parish of St. Agnes in St. Paul, we had formal meals, which is a very good thing when a whole bunch of men are living together. We always prayed the Angelus or the Regina Celi before Monsignor would then say the blessing prayer for the food. And of course we prayed after as well. But on certain days, Monsignor would get out tiny little books no bigger than a credit card, and pass them around. 
these ancient books had proper meal prayers for Christmas and for other feasts and for different days of the tree to them. And I always looked forward to doing these. Well, one summer also, I lived at the Czech College in Rome, and the prayers before and after meals were always sung in Latin. Uh, we didn't have the readings during the meals. The rector would you know, tap out, as it were, as soon as we sat down. But the prayer dialogue between the superior and the reader was sung, nevertheless. It was a great experience, which I think not so many younger priests have had, unless they've been in a, perhaps a monastic setting. So, uh, I come to back to what set me off on this. Now, some time ago, I spotted on the site of the French monastery of St. Benedict, Saint-Benoît, which is located in the Diocese of Fréjus-Toulon in southern France, uh, that the monastery there had a new publishing arm, and their first publication would be the Benedictionis Mense, or Table Blessings. So these are the traditional Latin blessings before and after meals with their proper chants, according to the monastic rites, but also with the Roman style uh, added in. And so they have a blessing for just a normal meal for lunch, for supper, and uh, for small meals. But they also have the proper blessings for Christmas and Epiphany and uh, the days of the Triduum and Easter and Pentecost. So I wrote to them, and they sent me some of these books. I was thinking that I might distribute them at the parish to see if I can get people to start to use these things and then get their feedback on them. Uh, and also, if priests live together, I think they should have, they definitely should have these books. In any event, I'm going to let you hear what a couple of these prayers sound like about the prayer before and after just a normal meal. Here's the prayer that you say before the midday meal, antiprandium. The superior, or the priest who is going to give the blessing, uh, sings benedicite, and everyone repeats benedicite, and then uh, he begins with the first couple words of the um, antiphon, and then everybody joins in. Hoculi omnium in te sperand domine, Et tu das escamilorum in tempore opportuno, aperis tu manum tuam, et in place omne animal benedictione, gloria patri et filio et spiritui sancto, sicuterat in principio et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. And then there is a curie and a pater noster, a pater noster, is just intoned, and then it said secretly, or quietly, up to the last line. And then comes the blessing, and then the blessing of the reader. So we'll go on with this next part, the Kyrie. Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison. And then in the monastic mode, Kyrie eleison. But if you're at Rome, like I was at the Czech College, you'd say, just a little different way of doing it in Rome. Then, Pater Noster. You wait, and then everybody says the prayer in silence. Et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Oremus, benedic domine nos et hec tu adona, quede tua largitate sum sumturi. 
per Christum Dominum Nostrum. Amen. That's the monastic way, two tones. Amen. In uh, Rome, you would sing Amen, slightly different. And of course, that prayer is, Bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty. The Christ our Lord, Amen. And then there's the blessing of the lector, because you have readings at meals, right? So the lector says, Iube Domne Benedicere. Pray, Lord, a blessing. And then the blessing comes from the superior. Mense celestis participes, faciat nos rex eterne gloriae. Amen. It's a nice way to start a meal. And then there would be a reading in a lot of settings uh, when the superior, the, whoever's in charge, is determined he's had enough, he could you know, ring a little bell or something to conclude the meal or to indicate that people could talk. Um, and at the end of the at, at at the end of the meal, then the uh, reader then would sing, "Tu autem domine miserere nobis," and everyone Deo gratias. And everybody gets up, and uh, the superior starts, "Confiteantur tibi domine omnia opera tua," and the response, "Et sancti tui benedicant tibi." Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper, et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Then the superior, the priest, says, Agimus tibi gratias omnipotens Deus, pro universis beneficiis tuis, qui vivis et reinas in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Which is, of course, uh, we give you thanks, Almighty God, for all of your benefits, you who live and reign forever and ever. Sequula seculorum. Amen. And after that, uh, there can be sung the uh, Miserere, the psalm, or the Laudate. And uh, during Easter time up to Ascension, the Confitemini. And of course, these are included um, in the book. It's very helpful to have those. Now, if you were... Now, if you were before supper, there would be a similar structure, some slightly different prayers. And um, also at the end, there is a, a little a singing of the Laudate Dominum and so forth. Anyway, these are beautiful little prayers, and uh, they should be sung before and after meals when you have people together, and you can do that by having this book. There's also, in the very back, I noticed... A wonderful little prayer that I learned when I was at a doing a retreat at a Benedictine monastery in Italy. An old monk, I heard an old monk say it, and and I asked him about it, and he taught it to me. And I've been saying it usually for breakfast, but this is a for a little for a small evening meal uh, taken on fasting days in Cenacula Serotina quae fit in diebus iunii. It's a beautiful little prayer. Collationem servorum suorum, benedicat Christus, rex angelorum. Collationem servorum suorum, benedicat Christus, rex angelorum. Amen. Yeah, it's a lovely little prayer. May Christ, the King of Angels, bless the meal of his servants. Collationem servorum suorum, benedicat Christus, Rex Angelorum. It's a lovely prayer. Anyway, 
you can order these books from the monastery. They have the Edition Pax Interspinas, Peace Among the, the Thorns, the Spines, the Thorns. This is at the Monastery of St. Benedict, and I will put their... Um, I'll put their address in the show notes. Uh, the site says, uh, the, first of all, the site has PDFs of what the pages look like, so you can check it out. They say that you can use PayPal, which is very helpful. And, uh, and this is, of course, a, um, you know, kind of a time deadline here based on the time when I'm actually making this podcast. It says that advance orders paid for by August 30th, 2019, will receive an additional 10% discount. So uh, if you're listening to this in years ahead, well, too bad, you missed your time. But at least you can get the little books now, and I think that's wonderful. So thank you for listening. Think about how you're praying. Are you praying before and after meals? Are you teaching your children? Uh, Give a good example, both to them and to yourselves, too. Prayer before and after meals is very important. It's formative. May God bless you. Thank you for listening. Please pray for me as I will for you.